Granddad always told me that, good or bad, everything happens for a reason, for a lesson that needs to be learned. I've tried to keep his words of wisdom close to mind, especially when I face something new, something I've never come across before. As a kid growing up in Norstown, I didn't have a chance to experience the ethnic diversity of this great land of ours. Granddad's stories of the Romani people and their traveling gypsy camps was the closest I got. It wasn't until my time overseas that I understood just how different our beliefs and actions can be. The actions I had been concerned of lately were a bunch of missing trinkets. All kinds of small, valuable items had been reported stolen all over Norstown, starting just a few days ago. The local police were of no help. They just took the stolen reports and filed it away, never actually accomplishing anything. And that's exactly how I felt today. I'd promised Elise I would take her up to Amish country and find a gift for her niece from the city. We'd been driving up and down the hills all day, looking for the perfect gift, and my patience was starting to wear thin. Look, are you sure you know what you're looking for, Elise? I mean, we've been out here all day. I'm tired of driving these broken down roads and spending my time with the Amish. Oh, Sven, what do you have against the country folk? Oh, uh, I, I don't have anything against them, Elise. Just, you know, something weird about the way they all dress alike. And some of their traditions are just so backward. Backwards? Sven, I didn't realize you were so prejudiced against the Amish. Oh, no, no, I, no, I'm not prejudiced, Elise. I just wish that they'd act normal like everybody else. Normal? Ha! You think spending all your free time working on an old car like this is normal? Elise, I, I didn't mean... Or running around the county calling yourself a private investigator? Oh, now, Elise, come on. All I'm hey, saying... Hey, Look out for that bird! Oh, well, that, that was close. Did you get a look at that bird, Elise? Yeah, I sure did, Sven. Never seen anything like it before. No, me either, Elise. It, it had some kind of a collar on its neck. Uh, not a collar, Sven. It looked uh, like a pink flower. Pink flower? Oh, hey, Elise, I, I think we found the place you're looking for. Hiram Yoder, small engine repair and metal fabrication. Yeah, Sven, this is the place. Oh, well, if you say so, Elise, I still don't get what you see in these people. It's the tradition, Sven, the old world craftsmanship. Huh? Come on, let's go. So, what did you want in here anyway, Elise? Ah, one of those long windmills, Sven. Here comes Hiram. You behave yourself now. Can I help you folks? Uh, I sure hope so. Are you Hiram? Yep. Hello, Hiram. I like this windmill right here. Uh, but the base is a little bit too big. Uh, do you have anything a little smaller? No, ma'am. But I can fix this one up for you. Ah, uh, thanks, Hiram. I need the base to measure two feet. No problem. I'll just fire up the generator. Okay. Let's see, I'll, I'll just take a little off the bottom here. 
Right on this side. Here we go. Uh, grind, uh, grind the rough edges off over here. Now let's finish it off with a little heat treatment. So much for your old world craftsmanship. Uh, there we go. Ah, thank you, Aaron. Uh, let's just load it into this car, Sven. Do you get a lot of fabrication work out here, Hiram? Not too much, usually. But I've been keeping pretty busy the last couple of days repairing the old gypsy wagon. Gypsy wagon? Sure. A tribe of gypsies has set up camp just down the hill from here in the hollow. A tribe of gypsies? Are you sure, Hiram? Oh, yeah. They pay me with gold trinkets and old coins. Haven't seen anything like them here before. Gold trinkets, huh? Yeah, maybe those gypsies know something about the crime wave going on in Norsetown. Oh, I wouldn't know anything about that. There you go. All ready. Thank you, Iron. Hey, come on, Elise. Let's go check out the gypsy camp. Oh, no, Sven. I've had nothing to do with your intolerance. You, take me home and then go do what you need to do. Yeah, whatever you say, Elise. On the way back to town, Elise told me that she had been one of the latest victims of the mysterious thief. Some of her traditional jewelry went missing from her nightstand the night before as she slept. She had all her doors locked, but the window near her bed was left open. In Norstown, I unloaded the windmill, then headed out to the gypsy camp Hiram told us about. It was set up in Hobo Hollow, in a field just off the gravel road. I approached slow, impressed with the multiple vehicles parked in a circular camp, an old truck, some run-down cars, even an old school bus. Several dirty kids ran as I approached, hiding behind the parked cars and wagons. I wondered how anyone could live their whole lives like this. Dirty, no, no place to call home, stealing and cheating people to get by. As I pulled into the camp, a tall man who had been working on the old school bus approached. What a car! I have never seen one in such excellent shape. What year is it? 1968? No, uh, 1969, actually. 1969? The judge. She's beautiful. Open the hood. I want to get a look at the engine. The engine? Uh, sure. That's a V8 Ram Air 3, isn't it? You sure know your cars, Mr... Uh, uh, please, please. Call, call me Dimitri. It's a hobby of mine. And you are? Marlowe. Sven Marlowe. Nice to meet you, Sven Marlowe. Do you... Work on the judge yourself. I sure do. I guess you could say it's my hobby. Would you mind taking a look at my bus? I'm, I'm having some trouble getting it running right. Oh, uh, well... Yeah, sure, Dimitri. Yeah, let's take a look. 
I've been trying to get this old thing to start for a couple days, but seem to be missing something. Well, fire it up. Let's see what happens. Same thing, over and over. Hey, do you have tools, Dimitri? Sure, right here. Right here, Marlo. Uh, thanks. Hey, so, uh, so what brings you folk out, he- out here, Dimitri? Out here? We're just passing through. Heading out west, looking for work here and there. We came this way to have one of our old wagons repaired. Mm-hmm. And what do you think of the area? It's nice enough, I, I guess. We've had some trouble with thieves, though. Thieves? Yeah. Two days ago, my niece noticed several of her gold earrings were missing. She had placed them on a windowsill in her trailer, and when she came back to put them on, they were gone. It upset her greatly, as they are the only thing she has left of her grandmother. Yeah, you don't say. Hey, hey, look, I think I'm about ready here, Dimitri. Give it another shot. You, you did it. You are a mechanical genius, Marlo. I do what I can, Dimitri. Lovina, bring us some coffee. Tell me, Marlo, what brings you out to our camp? Well, to tell you the truth, Dimitri, we've had trouble with thieves in Norstown. When I heard there was a gypsy camp in the area, I decided I needed to check you out. Ah, the same old thing. Everywhere we go, people think we are thieves. I can assure you, Marlo, my peoples want nothing more than to live peacefully, sing, dance, and love as we will. I'm beginning to see that, Dimitri. Uncle, I have the coffee you asked for. Ah, thank you, Lavina. I'd like to introduce you to one of the local people here, a Mr. Sven Marlowe. Very nice to meet you, Mr. Marlowe. Pleased to meet you, Lovina. Lovina, please entertain Marlowe here for a few minutes. I, I must finish some business. Yes, Uncle. Mr. Marlowe, you are uh, staring at me. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Uh, uh, please, call me Sven. Lovina, have we met before? There's something about your face, your eyes, is so familiar. I feel as if we know each other. <laughs> no, Sven, we have never met, but I feel it too. When I saw you from across the camp, I didn't see a stranger. I saw an old friend. An old friend? What do you mean, Lovina? My people believe that our souls travel from one lifetime to another. Like reincarnation? <laughs> yes, reincarnation. It may be that in a past lives our souls knew each other. Sven, when I look into your eyes, into your soul, I feel as if I recognize you. I know you, like I finally found the one I've been looking for. Oh, that's crazy, Lovina. That, that sort of thing doesn't happen in real life. Is it crazy, Sven? Listen to your heart. 
What does it tell you? My heart. Uh, well, my, my heart tells me. Shh. Look into my eyes and listen. It says, I know you. It says, I should trust and let go. Can you do that, Sven? Can you trust? I don't know. Here, Sven, have some coffee. Let's talk. Uh, t tell me about yourself, Lavina. What brought you here? Well, as a young girl, I became an orphan during the Balkan conflict, and I've lived with my uncle's family ever since. We came to this country to escape the horrid conditions and murder of my people, joining up with the other Roma peoples already living here in the United States. What do you think about living here in the U.S.? It's much different than my homeland. So much blacktop and, and malls, so much about money and fame. It all just makes me sick. But this place is different, though. Different? How so? The countryside. It reminds me of my own land, the hills, the simple folk, the small farms. Even the birds remind me of my homeland. All except that strange bird with the flower on its neck. Bird with the flower on its neck? Uh, yes, Ben. What do you call it? I've seen that bird, Lovina, but I don't know what it's called. It doesn't matter. <sighs> Being here has made me realize something, though. I've... Well, <laughs> never mind. Thought what, Lovina? Well, I thought that if the opportunity was right, this would be a place I could settle in, put down roots, maybe raise a family. <laughs> a family? Lovina, I... Good news, family! The tavern has agreed to host a performance for us. Tomorrow night, we will perform for all of Norstown. Hey, that's great, Dimitri. A an unusual show like that will be sure to bring a good crowd. Yes, I hope to see you there, Sven. Tonight, we celebrate our good fortune. Music! Oh, well, you know, uh, thank you for your hospitality, but I really must get back to town. Stay, Marlo. Celebrate with us. Come and dance with me, Sven. Well, just one dance. <laughs> it was all over with that first dance. As we touched, I felt electricity spark from our fingertips. Our bodies became one as we moved on the packed earth to the music. Our souls spoke in a language only they can understand. I was falling and falling hard, but I couldn't seem to do anything about it. Lovina and I danced and laughed until the moon shone high overhead. I left in the early hours of the morning, promising to meet them all at the Odin's Eye Tavern for the show we had arranged. The next evening couldn't come soon enough for me. I spent the day cracking down on the few locals I could think of that might know something about the stolen trinkets. I talked to my friend, the rat, but that produced nothing. A few other lowlifes either weren't talking or didn't know anything. I found it hard to concentrate, hard to focus. I just couldn't seem to get my tough guy act together. All I could think about was Lovina. Finally, evening came, 
and I made it to the Odin's Eye shortly before the show began. The place was packed. It seemed just about everybody in town had decided to see what this was all about. I had to push my way to the bar and get myself a drink before the show started. No, hey, hey, look, pardon me. Look, excuse me. Hey, pardon me. Hey, Hiram. Hiram Yoder. Yes. Oh, hello, Marlo. Hey, what are you doing in a place like this, Hiram? Um, I'm collecting egg cartons. Yeah. Egg, egg cartons? Tonight? A farmer's work is never done, Marlo. Excuse me. Pardon me. Please. Excuse me, sir. Hey, Abdu. At your service, Marlo. What, what, what are you doing here? I, I've never seen you in a tavern before. <laughs> that is right, Marlo. I am only here to support my friend, Mr. Dimitri. Your friend? Yes, Marlo. I have been given Dimitri rights as he needs them and helped to organize the show you are about to see tonight. <laughs> well, if that don't beat all. Hello, Northtown! We just heard Miri's magic dance by the Cloud Brothers. I want to I want to thank all you beautiful peoples for coming and for everyone that helped to make this show possible. Please give a big round of applause to Abu for organizing this event. Thank you. And now without further ado, please welcome my niece, the beautiful, lovely, and talented Lovina. Thank you, thank you. This song goes out to someone special. You know who you are. Quando io sono solo con te Sogno immerso una tazza di te Ma che caldo qua dentro Ma che bello il momento Wonderful. And now a special treat for you. The dance of the magpie as performed by the Panela twins. Holy, holy cows, Marlo! 
That lovely Lovina was looking right at me. It was like she sang directly to me. Yeah, well, don't look now, Abdu, but she's headed this way. Marlo, how do I look? Oh, you look fine, Abdu. Just relax. Sven, Sven, uh, can I talk to you a minute? Marlo, what is the meaning of this? Oh, uh, well, it appears this lovely lady wants to talk with me, Abdu. Uh, now, if, if you'll excuse me. I... Uh, over here, Lavina. We, we can talk in this booth. Thanks, Sven. I hope you enjoyed my song. Uh, I never heard or saw anything so beautiful in all my life. Oh, Sven, you're just saying that. Well, maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. W what do you want to talk about? Well, after last night, Sven... The connection we have. I've decided I want to stay. Here? In Norstown? Are you sure, Lovina? I'm sure, Sven. We can't ignore this message from the heavens. Fate brought me here to this place, and this time for a reason. I believe that reason was to meet you. Me? Have, have you told Dimitri yet? No, no, not yet. I plan to tell him after the show... So maybe we can... What are you people doing? Don't you know that these gypsies here have been stealing from us ever since they arrived? No, that's not true. Oh, that's, that's hard to believe. Hey, come on! Calm down, sir. We had nothing to do with anything of it. We had nothing to do with any thievery. you dirty gypsy tramp. I'm sure this is all a misunderstanding. I'll show you a misunderstanding, you gypsy scum! Oh, oh, God! Oh, my goodness! Are you all right? Oh, Lovina, wait! Fight! 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 I'll show you to mess with Romani! Fight! Better do as he says. Good. Now step forward down off the dock. Slowly. Keep your hands in the air. Uh, look, look, Benson, you're making a mistake. Nobody's done anything wrong here. Marlo, I should have known you'd be messed up in this. Keep quiet and let me handle this. You. What do you have in that bag? Empty it on the table. All right, deputy, look through that stash. You have a list of missing items. Find them. 
none of the items on the list are here, sir. Look, I told you they didn't have anything to do with it. You keep quiet, Marlowe. This is official police business. <coughs> Sven! The bird! A dead it is! It's going after the jewelry! Hey, somebody grab Wait, it! Get that bird! <coughs> Wait a minute. Maybe this is the bird Joe Hansen, the ornithologist, reported missing. Look! It's got the pink feathers on the back of its neck. Just like he described. Let's see, what what kind of bird did he say it was? A, a bower bird, sir! Bower bird! That's it. He said we might find it looking for shiny things. Shiny things? Hey, hey, hold on. Do you think this bird could be responsible for all the robberies going on around town? Well, only one way to find out. Let it go, deputy, and follow that bird. If you say so! Oh, get the, chase that bird! Thank you for helping us out back there. That was a tough spot. Yeah, yeah, no problem, Dimitri. Uh, d do you want to go back in and finish the show? Oh no, Marlo. I think I've had enough of this town. We have a lot of packing up to do tonight. Come along, family. Let's head back to camp. We leave in the morning. Thanks. Again, Marlowe. Sven, thank you for everything tonight. Are, are you leaving too, Lovina? Leaving? Only to go back to camp and get my things. Can you come and pick me up first thing in the morning after I've had a chance to talk with my uncle? Of course, Lovina. I'll be there. I know you will. Good night, my love. The moment Lovina and I kissed, I knew there was no place I'd rather be than at her side. Partners in this crazy life here on Earth. I knew it was nuts, but something just felt right. After Lovina and her tribe left, Abdu and I remained to help clean up the tavern and calm down the town's citizens. Benson and his merry band of men tracked the bower bird to its lair, where, much to their surprise, they found every item listed as stolen, along with quite a few others. A bower bird creates his nest to impress his mate using shiny and sparkly things, whatever it can find, incorporating them into its elaborate home called a bower. This particular bird had escaped about a week ago and was busy creating its bower ever since. The next morning at first dawn, I drove over to the gypsy camp to say my goodbyes to Dimitri and to bring Lovina back to town for her new life. To my surprise, the camp was completely empty. All the gypsy vehicles had gone. All that remained was a smoldering fire in the center of the camp fire Lovina and I had danced around that night I met her. I noticed a piece of paper tucked under one of the rocks surrounding the fire and tugged it out 
it was addressed to me. Dearest Sven, this is as hard for, for me, me to, to write, write as it is for you to read. When we met, I felt like I could do anything in the world with you at my side. Last night, I talked with Dimitri, told him of our plans, and he gave me his blessing. As I helped my family pack their things and began saying goodbye, I started to realize what I might lose. You see, Sven, my people are wanderers, travelers. For centuries, we have gone from place to place. It is in our blood, our souls. I realized that if I tried to settle here, to stay in one place, it wouldn't be long before I would resent this place and resent you. And so, my love, I must go. The road calls to me just as this place calls to you. The road is my home. Until next we meet, you are, you are always, always in my heart. heart. <sighs> Ovina. You've been listening to the adventures of Sven Marlowe, small town detective in the case of the Gypsy's Lament. Today's show was produced in the studio of WDRT Viroqua 91.9 FM in Viroqua, Wisconsin. The cast today included Steve Lorden as Sven Marlowe, Kat Tigerman as Elise and Sandy, Carl Schlecht as Dimitri, Abdu, and Under Sheriff Benson, Jackie Kalenko as Lavina, and Josh Peters as the deputy Hiram Yoder and Bobby Joe with live sound effects by Josh Peters and Rusty James as our audio engineer. Some of the recorded sound effects were used under a Creative Commons 3.0 license from soundbible.com and freesound.org. Special guest musician Jackie Kalenko on guitar and vocals. Recorded music used in this production was by Kevin McLeod of Incomputech.com. The Case of the Gypsy's Lament was written by Life Erickson and Josh Peters. Subscribe to the Old Hills Podcast to keep up to date with our original programming and listen to previous episodes by browsing to oldhillsaudiotheater.podbean.com or subscribe to the podcast in iTunes. Stay tuned for the next adventure of Sven Marlowe, Small Town Detective.